and brightest day and blackest night. All other podcasts tremble in fright. Losers cower before the power. Oranges lust and blues you can trust. Indigos feel and white ones heal. Yellow scare and green ones dare. That sapphire love and black hands glove will rock your foundation without hesitation. Chad and Mars face evil's minds. Respect their power for they'll make you see the light. Hey everyone, this is Mark from the Lantern Cast and we're we, as in me, I'm going to give some relatively fresh out of the theater thoughts on the Batman. This is going to be a mini episode. Could come out before uh, the Green Lantern 11 review, which has been delayed again because literally acts of God, two family crises, emergencies, uh, one for Dan, one for Chad. So that pretty much put that episode delayed the recording. So this could come out, if I get this all done and edited, this could come out Friday. So we'll hit, we have something this week, like March 4th, Friday. If not, it's probably going to come out next week as, um, or shortly thereafter, one way or the other. So I'm just saying, when you hear this, it's, I'm recording it right at you know, the, the night the, the movie came out. But it, when it's going to be released, it could be up in the air. But I'm, it's going to be spoiler-free for multiple reasons, especially because there may ac- actually be a review full review episode coming at some point down the road me and someone but that mean but i have no way of knowing for sure if that's going to happen so i just want to do broad strokes on this my general thoughts and a little less organized than most of my mini episodes so i'm probably just going to break this down into what i liked and what i didn't like essentially what i thought worked and what i didn't think worked so well but let me start off by just my initial thoughts. I thought the movie was good. I don't think the movie's great. I definitely don't think this is the best Batman movie ever, or he's the Robert Pattinson is the best Batman ever, or anything of that nature in this movie. I enjoyed it, but I think it's good, but it's not great. So that's basically would be my super simplistic few word encapsulation of how I think or feel about this movie. Good, but not great. It certainly is longer than it needs to be. It's not boring, but it's longer than it needs to be. It's And it's a movie that, on one level, it's kind of like The Dark Knight, where The Dark Knight looked like it was one of those movies that had possible, like, two or three different endings, but just kept going on longer and longer than probably in, maybe it needed to. This movie definitely is like that. The third act is like that. You think you have things resolved or about to be resolved, and then you end up having, like, another 20-minute-plus our addition to the movie so but i think overall it's good it's enjoyable it's and that's what i'll i'll leave i'll just leave it at that things that i liked the cast i liked overall i thought the cast was really really good pattinson is batman is fine andy circus who is criminally underused in this movie but based on certain plot points is probably done for a reason and he probably will have a bigger role if they do a sequel but he's he's good in limited use as Alfred. Zoe Kravitz is really good as Selena Kyle. 
Of course, Jeffrey Wright's good in anything, so he's good as as the event. Soon to be destined to be Commissioner Gordon. I think Colin Farrell certainly has fun as the Penguin. Uh, and Paul Dano as the Riddler. He's going with the broad strokes of the cast. He, he Certainly not your traditional take on that character, but he certainly makes it. At least for the first two-thirds of the movie, he makes that character really, really interesting. Again, the third act, I think, in general, just kind of goes goes off the rail. Um, they do do a good job, as many people have pointed out, playing up the detective aspect of Batman in this movie, which we know most of the time gets completely overshadowed. So that is that is a plus. And I thought Pattinson moved well as Batman. And off the top of my head, I think those are a lot of the the positives that I see in this movie. The relationship between Selina and and Batman is is pretty interesting in this movie. It's it's not like we haven't seen that basic dynamic before, in theory, since we've seen Catwoman and Batman together in pretty much every incarnation of Batman at this point. Uh, The Burton, uh, Schumacher-verse, and obviously the Nolan-verse. But, so those are my main positives. The negatives, of course, and we've just, we actually, Chad and I just talked about this not that long ago. In everything we had seen coming into this movie, the Bruce Wayne aspect, the Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, never seemed really viable. It just didn't seem like Bruce, he wasn't Bruce Wayne enough to, to make you believe. And there's nothing in this movie that really changes that. And to, for better or for worse, the movie almost seems to recognize that. Because the fact that Bruce Wayne as Bruce Wayne is is barely in the movie. He doesn't have a whole lot of Bruce Wayne screen time. And maybe that's something they decided, hey, if they ex- we, we do a good movie where people like this universe and people like him as Batman, then we can work on having people maybe like him as Bruce Wayne down the road. But, but let's, get him, let's get our foot in the door first. It's almost like that factored in because... They certainly don't do anything to convince you that Bruce that he is a believable Bruce Wayne. So that that fear of mine certainly was wasn't assuaged at all by what I saw on screen. They do a lot of changes. The I mentioned the Alfred thing, the relationship between Batman and Alfred, again plot driven in and when you see the movie you'll understand is is different than what we're used to and what we like, though it's probably setting the stage for it getting to the point of what we're used to, but because it's so different, in a way, it's in a way it doesn't help the Bruce Wayne performance either, or the caricature of Bruce Wayne. It kind of makes him come across again as a, as a as a bratty kid, when it come in my opinion. Uh, again, when you get plot point, when you get explanation for some of this in the movie, you do, and it might make more sense, but still. So I think that's that's an issue. I mentioned the length of the movie. The movie is it's it's long, and that factors into as cool a character as the Riddler is. The where where they go with it in these in in like the last 20, 30 minutes of the movie, and once you find out you know the bigger picture plan that he had, that kind of it just it, it was it was weird and it, and it's just kind of an inter, it's an interesting note, but it's not an overly positive note to leave it as or leave it on considering i'm again i'm trying to avoid spoilers based on what batman does and what he doesn't do like in the final 30 minutes of the movie it's an interest it's an interesting choice let's just let's just leave it at that and just generally so generally speaking i think that my main criticisms would be they do they do play fast and loose with a lot of stuff in the backgrounds of the waynes 
and everything leading you know to their ultimate demise which i guess giving giving credit where credit is due you don't actually see that happen on screen and you don't see the you know a young bruce wayne's reaction to that in somewhere even in flashbacks so of course you kind of have a placeholder for it in this movie but you don't actually see that so that's kind of, that's a plus that when that, that because we all we, we all know the story we don't necessarily really need to see it on screen again regardless of how many different versions of batman we get we don't really need to see it but so that's a plus that we don't get to see it i would say but they do play fast and loose with some some of the history and, and some of the stuff they pull are, are you know are, they they discuss is you know from comic books and from lore but they they play fast and loose with stuff and it's um it's some of the some of the movie is also repetitive what what's going on it's i mean it's the nature of i guess dealing with any kind of serial killer which i guess this riddler essentially is and that there is repetition there and pattern so those those are i'm gonna say that's just my overall general view on it i think it's good i think his his batman is fine one thing i did mention the suit i still didn't like the suit i understand it's a work in progress it's like year two in this movie of batman but i don't like i still don't like the suit i don't think it looks it's not really enough batman-esque enough for me it obviously gets the job done and he does have some cool tech that he uses in this movie less less gadget wise and more probably that helps him with his investigations but it is a lot more low tech version of batman in many ways than we've seen before so that's so some people will like that and some people won't like that so that's those are i'm just trying to go through again i don't have i don't have notes i'm doing this off the top of my head so i'm just trying to cover every major beat in this movie one thing i did notice which probably means nothing in the big picture but it was interesting because it doesn't happen that often the theater wasn't super packed it was busy but not not like spider-man no way home busy but what i did find fascinating just because i was waiting for this just to see how people would react that there wasn't a single person applauding when the movie ended which didn't necessarily mean that they really didn't like it or they hated it. That's what I should say. It doesn't mean they didn't hate it, but it certainly means that, <laughs> at least with the audience I went to see, that it's probably safe to say nobody absolutely loved it, or very few people loved it, because you almost always have a few people applaud on opening night for something, even if it's a movie you didn't think that it was applause-worthy. But it's surprising that it was like... And I'm not saying... And, I, and I'm not equating the two movies at all because I think this movie, just on first viewing, is far superior to this. But it did remind me, of, and I because oh, I always remember this, of the silence in the theater when we saw Spider-Man 3. And it was like... Because that was such a... So hyped and it was... All these theaters were sold out and people were so pumped to see Spider-Man 3. And there was just like silence in the, the in the theater for like about like 30 seconds after the film ended until somebody finally said, I can't believe I didn't like it. So I'm again, so I'm not all kidding aside. I'm not saying that the majority of people aren't going to like it or even maybe the majority of the people in the theater didn't like it. They just may not have known. It's an expectation and what they got. Maybe it was something that they had to ruminate on and, and let it kind of like kind of let it gestate a little bit let it grow a little bit to know what what you really thought so i think that's going to be it for now uh i'm curious to know what other people's initial thoughts were on the batman they may very well like i mentioned they may very well be a full episode coming depending on who sees it and who's available 
Probably won't be Chad, I would suspect. It's possible it could be Dan, Jim, Ryan, maybe somebody else. That's that, but that's why I didn't want to go into anything related to specifics about the plot or spoilers in this movie. Of you know, so that's that's why this is structured the way it is. That's going to be it. This is Mark from the Lantern Cast, and I will talk to you soon. Good night.